Hi, a big hello to the listeners of Winning Edge Talks podcast. I am Vishwanath, your host. I am a sports mental conditioning coach, author, blogger, and podcaster. The topic of this episode is: Are mentally tough people psychopaths? Dear listener, you may have noticed in your life many mentally tough people who don't give up easily, even in the toughest of situations. they don't accept defeat easily or allow others to break them either they hang on and fight till the finish you may have also come across the opposite kind the mentally weak no no that description would be too harsh you can simply call them as mentally fragile or mentally sensitive ones these are not so stronger ones they outnumber the tough guys generally speaking in layman's terms we can refer to the qualities of the mentally tough ones as those possessing mental strength mental toughness and mental resilience and all these fall under mental fitness qualities such as mental strength and mental toughness are often used interchangeably since my domain is the mental aspects of sports I would like to look at mental toughness from the psychological angle. Let's try to understand the qualities the mentally strong athletes exhibit on and off the sports field. Athletes show great mental strength by holding on to the challenge and staging a comeback from hopeless situations whether in life or in sports. battling it out under severe weather conditions like extreme heat or cold ignoring pain sickness injuries and exhaustion to continue fighting managing to bear pressure and expectations noise and distractions under intense situations but yet managing to bring out the best exhibiting tremendous strength and resolve against insurmountable odds overcoming mistakes and failures to take the fight to the opposition controlling negative feelings and emotions that can pull down performance recovering from threatening injuries and other health issues to stage comebacks remaining optimistic hopeful motivated and confident even after repeated setbacks showing persistence and perseverance being resilient and staging comebacks every time they were written off not allowing anyone to break them mentally learning to say no when they really want to say so to accept mistakes as challenges and not as something paralyzing ability to resist both internal and external influences that weaken their self confidence and belief hoping for the best and hanging on till the end there are many definitions coming from psychologists on what mental toughness is and my favorite one is the one mr moron and his colleagues have defined in 2004 it reads mental toughness is the ability to perform by effectively coping with pressure or setbacks and past failures exercising control of situations and emotions and persisting regardless of the circumstances
the one unique quality among others that elite athletes possess that others lack is mental toughness many factors could have contributed to their toughness they may have been born with it as they showed signs of it as a trait from an early age or the challenges hardships and their experiences in life could have made them tough or they learned and practiced through observation training and practice on what it takes to be tough in any case toughness can be learned and improved many world class athletes who have had long careers have shown that they became tougher and tougher as they matured with age Roger Federer extruded this quality till the end of his career. He looked so calm and relaxed and did not show emotions even under pressure. He came back from hopeless situations to win contests. He was an eternal optimist who believed that he could turn around any situation. Okay, now you are convinced and agree with me. that mental toughness is an important tool for athletic success yet mental toughness has not been fully understood nor has been defined and explained to everyone's acceptance and satisfaction but it is a behavioral concept that has been accepted by behavioral scientists and psychologists and the subject has been well researched and documented No 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 that is not the last word wait wait there is a twist in the tale some experts say there is no such thing as mental toughness wait till you hear the remaining part of this episode before you make your judgment i too till recently thought that mental toughness was an universally accepted concept maybe it still is until i discovered that an opposite school of thinking exists i came across the same from a book i read recently the barefoot coach by paddy upton and this book is published by westland sport paddy upton is a strength and conditioning coach mental conditioning coach and cricket team head coach paddy has worked as head coach with various teams across the world He has worked with the Indian cricket team from 2008 to 2011 as mental conditioning coach and strategic leadership coach. He along with head coach Gary Kirsten assisted the Indian team to win the 2011 World Cup. He has now been brought back as mental conditioning coach of the Indian team in the month July 2022. Paddy Upton says there is no such thing as mental toughness and he calls mentally tough people as psychopaths what psychopaths yes that's what he calls them he says i have worked with a few psychopaths i've seen the so called attributes of mental toughness in them which help deliver results on the field i have also seen what it looks like when their mental toughness is unmasked as psychopathic behavior he adds when we study the best of the best consider the following as a list of definitions 
associated with mental toughness like passive belief in self and one's ability, emotional control, clear thinking under pressure, ruthless pursuit of goals, operating well in chaos, not intimidated by others, unaffected by loss and failure, easily spotting weaknesses in opponents. They are inspirational, popular, influential, but compulsive liars. However, the list I provided above is not a list of definitions of mental toughness. Those are character traits of psychopaths. Before we go further to accept whether the mentally tough are psychopaths, we must understand who is a psychopath and what are the characteristics of one. I found this definition of a psychopath on the internet and it reads, a psychopath is a person suffering from chronic mental disorder with abnormal or violent behavior. You can also call him an unstable and aggressive person. Psychopathy is characterized by an extreme lack of empathy. Psychopaths may be manipulative, superficially charming and exploitative. They behave in an impulsive and risky manner. They have an incapacity for love. They lack remorse or shame with a tendency of lying often. They run into conflicts. They disregard or violate the rights of others, etc, etc. To bring to you some more instances that psychopaths exist, Paddy Upton cites Professor Clive Bory from the Middlesex University, who suggests that one out of every hundred people is born a psychopath. He suggests that one in 20 managers in corporate America is a psychopath called a corporate psychopath because they thrive in business environments. In industries like the media, the legal fraternity, finance, banking and police where they are normally found. Bodhi suggests one in five top executives or CEOs are in fact psychopaths. From the pointers given by Professor Clive Bodhi, psychopaths are found in every profession and they go to any extent to get what they want. But to bracket mentally tough athletes along with others who qualify to be called a psychopath is extremely harsh. This is where I differ. When you look into sports, athletes may have cheated through drug abuse, manipulation, violation of rules and tax evasion. But there is not too much scope in sports to be exploited by psychopathic behaviors. But for a few exceptions, sports still remains a noble profession pursued by man. Sports is recommended for its many advantages and especially for the qualities that builds good character in a person, sportsmanship and sporting behavior. Just because the qualities of mental toughness in sports closely relates with the traits of psychopathy, 
one cannot associate a mentally tough athlete with psychopathy because the term psychopathy has dangerous connotations and a psychopath is a person suffering from chronic mental disorder with abnormal or violent behavior. To describe an athlete as a psychopath gives him a different label altogether. The author Paddy Upton says someone is either mentally tough or not. If the concept of mental toughness can be accepted as a bond trait and viewed as a psychopathy, then does that mean our fate is sealed if we are born mentally frail or sensitive? Paddy Upton mentions about a review of over 30 published academic papers on mental toughness involving 44 world-class researchers. It emerged that there is no agreement on the definition of mental toughness. He says sports psychologists cannot agree on what mental toughness is. In trying to define this concept, the author says mental toughness is closer to being a placebo described by coaches, psychologists and academicians who don't really appreciate the art, beauty and complexity of working with athletes as individual human beings first. The author also talks about people being either born as eternal optimists or pessimists. Optimists most of the time operating at the upper range of hope and positivity and pessimists who are most of the time insecure, worried but who also perform well provided all the other requisites of success fall into place. And athletes must be accepted as individuals first with all their fragilities, doubts, worries and insecurities. Paddy Upton cites the example of Gautam Gambhir, former Indian cricketer and now member of parliament as an example of pessimism, insecurity and worry. But yet Gautam was a successful cricketer with an impressive career record. Numerous theories are written on various subjects only to be replaced with newer ones. How you look at the concept is a matter of your perception and perceptions change from time to time. Like in the case of mentally tough or a psychopathic person, the attributes of successful people can be viewed through a different prism which I am now going to discuss with you. In the book Winners and How They Succeed by Alastair Campbell, published by Arrow Books. The author in conversation with several people brings out about the attributes of successful people as they being possessed, driven, as people who pay attention to detail, as those who don't accept being second best and hate to lose and those who are obsessed with winning. In the same book at a different place, the author Alastair Campbell quotes Billy Bean from the Moneyball fame. A former professional baseball player and the executive vice president of the Oakland baseball team. Billy Bean says, 
the reason all really successful people have to be slightly mad is because people like that are not capable of living in the comfort zone. It is a state of mind that makes you never rest on your laurels, always wanting to focus on what next thing is going to come and never ever let yourself slide into the comfort zone. The author says, speaking about Billy Bean's reference to madness, the fact that people who want to succeed to push things that bit further tend to have characteristics that place them beyond what is generally defined as normal. He calls these super achievers as someone beyond normal and conformists as normal people. There is also reference to psychopathy in this book. The author Alastair Campbell mentions Sir David John Brailsford, the British cycling coach who worked a great deal with Dr. Steve Peters, the psychiatrist, as saying, I realize a lot of things Peters knew applied to our cyclists. I'm not saying they are psychopaths, but what makes them special is that their minds didn't work the same way as most people's. They are extreme, extreme talent, extreme ambition, and with extreme drive and ego. From the book by Alastair Campbell, we can make reference to the qualities of highly successful people like being beyond normal, with slight madness, and people with an extreme mind. And that runs close to the description of the mentally tough and the psychopaths Mr. Paddy Upton is talking about. Paddy Upton has this to say about not looking at athletes with a measure of mental toughness in mind, but as individuals with frailties. He says, judging athletes who are not mentally tough, optimistic and positive, inhibits us from effectively dealing with legitimate mental side of sport. I honestly believe that we should do away with concept of mental toughness and replace it with something that is more real and relevant to most people. It has to be authentic to the individual and something he or she can relate to. The overwhelming majority of players lack confidence, have insecurities, doubts and vulnerabilities. So do most of us. We are human and this is normal. Let's keep it real. Speaking of the work Paddy Upton did with the Indian cricket team in 2011, he says, with this in mind, our strategy with the Indian team was not to convince the players on how special and tough they were. Our job was to convince the players that they were actually human and thus to keep things real. Enclosed in that acknowledgement were relief, understanding of the self and the tremendous power that flowered in conditions that could otherwise easily see self-proclaimed superstar choke up. Alright, I believe dealing with elite cricketers 
who have gone through the trials and tribulations of life, experienced different challenging conditions, and have understood how to get the best out of themselves, is a lot easier than dealing with younger, upcoming, amateurish athletes who are yet to discover what it takes to succeed in competitive sports. The ones who are constantly falling prey to the fragilities of the uh, mind and other aspects. It is they who need support. Does this leave with the conclusion based on Paddy Upton's statement that you are born as someone who is mentally tough or not and things can't be changed? No, it's very difficult to accept that limitations are permanent and can't be changed. Science has evolved over time and it's only change that is permanent. Instead of looking at mental toughness for all its qualities, why not look at the weaknesses that define mental strength and its inadequacies, which can be giving up too easily, not giving a good fight or often feel overawed by the situation. Being overreactive in a negative way, not able to accept the challenge, displaying negative emotions, losing confidence and focus, and many other things. Upcoming athletes need help in dealing with these. It may be difficult for an athlete who is mentally fragile to become mentally tough by simply saying, I want to be mentally tough. But when mental toughness is broken down into simple components and the athletes works on them individually without looking at mental toughness as a whole, then he can become better place to fight the challenges of competitive sport. Working on the individual component of the mental toughness like the four C's of mental toughness prescribed by Moran and his team in 2004, those are confidence, commitment, challenge, and control. Individually helps the athlete to be more mentally stronger. Sports psychologists and behavioral scientists have been working for decades on different concepts of the athletic mind and have come up with theories, interventions, and strategies on how to enhance mental performance. Now to say that something is inborn and the subject has to learn to embrace it whether it is a strength or weakness is like disregarding psychological aspects and closing the lid on sports psychology research. It's unfortunate. It's true that practitioners must keep in mind about the true nature of a human being but at the same time Researchers must keep their options open on how to assist athletes get better mentally. This is Vishwanath signing off for Winning Edge Talks podcast. Mm -hmm.